Hello and welcome to the Bangla Cricket Podcast. I'm Roshan and in this episode we will look back at Bangladesh's tour of Zimbabwe. One test, three one-dayers and three 2020 matches. With me to dissect this is Zimbabwe-based podcaster Lizway Chitaganya. Lizway, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. Good to have you back. Good to be on the show, uh, Roshan. Uh, it's been a great and fun uh, couple of weeks for us in Zimbabwe. Well, how's it been? Because I know Zimbabwe is still under very strict lockdown. So did the cricket come as a relief to... to to the country? Uh, it was a welcome destruction. Um, it's been focused on just uh, COVID-19 issues and lockdowns, but it was a welcome destruction to have um, the, the country focus on the cricket for, for a bit. We haven't played uh, as much cricket and uh, our last series was quite a while back. So it was a good period for us in the, in the past couple of weeks. And it was a fantastic series to watch. Like It was really well hosted. So thank you, Zimbabwe, for having Bangladesh over. I thought the Harare Sports Club looked great. I thought the coverage was really good. It was available free in the UK and all around the world. You know, So for, for Bangladesh fans in the UK and around the world, it was great to be able to follow a series. And I think some important work happened in it in terms of Bangladesh's prep towards the World Cup. Um, let's start from the top then with the test match. Um, I mean, did you get to see a lot of it? Um, yeah, um, the test was quite uh, engaging. I remember when we were having a look through t- towards the test, uh, we all thought it was, it was going to go to the final day, which it did. Um, everyone was quite happy. Some breakout uh, players coming out for Zimbabwe. Uh, for example, Takudzwa Kaitano was opening, uh, managed to f- play almost uh, 400 balls, you know, which is quite rare for an opening batsman for Zimbabwe. So it was quite a welcome, um, I, mean, I guess it was quite an engaging opening match uh, for, for the entire period that Bangladesh was here. I'm going to be honest, maybe sort of halfway through day two, I thought this was going to be quite a boring test match. I think when Bangladesh piled on the runs in that first innings, and I think Zimbabwe, they replied and they were at one point maybe like 200 for two, I was like, this is going to be a five-day batting fest and it was only when and it's easy for me to say this as a Bangladesh fan it was only when Zimbabwe collapsed in that first innings that I went actually we're gonna have a game in our hands because until that point I was like it's gonna be five days of watching some batting like everyone just increasing their batting uh their batting averages but yeah it was it was it was like from a Bangladesh perspective it was great to see Bangladesh sort of pile on uh what was it sort of 468 odd runs um I need to give a shout out to Tuscan Ahmed who has been making an amazing comeback in the squad as a bowler to get 75 uh, uh runs in a, you know <laughs> batting at number 10 incredible i've said i'm going to get his uh his his stats from that match on a t-shirt which i will do at some point i will wear it uh, with pride <laughs> um, and then yeah like zimbabwe i think you know probably should have done better in that set in that first innings they sort of lost their way i think around the 230 mark um and then just in the end the chase was too much but Despite that, I mean, like from a Bangladesh perspective, loads of positives. It was great to see Mamadullah amongst the test runs, although he then retired mid-match, which was really completely out of the blue for us. Um, But also seeing like batsmen who weren't Tommy Mikpal opening was a really, really good look. You know, Shadman Islam and Saif Hassan did a really great job in that second innings. Nazmul Hussain Shanto got a century. So just just loads and loads of incredible positives for Bangladesh. And, And I feel like there would have been plenty for Zimbabwe as well. Like for me, watching Muzrabani bowl was, was one of the highlights of the match. Yeah, it, it, I, I remember when we were speaking before the series and saying, you know, highlighting that Muzrabani was one of the people to look out for. And he really, you know, came to the party. He was showing out why, you know, he's highly rated, highly looked up to. 
Uh, but some great positives as well coming out from the Zimbabwe ranks. We didn't really consider the betting side to, to, to have anything. But, uh, you know, Kaitano coming through, you know, the captain, Brendan Taylor as well, you know, performing astoundingly well. He was rolling back the years, wasn't he? Yeah. He really was rolling back the years with his performance. He was in it. You know, he's, he's performed very well against Bangladesh previously. And, you know, he really came into the party, came to the party, showed why he led from the forefront, which was pretty cool. Um, of course, the collapse, we didn't have a middle order in both innings, I should say. You know, once one person fell, you know, the, the rest of the team just uh, broke down. So some some key learnings. I felt if we had had a second test, uh, it was going to be even tighter. But unfortunately, there's just a, a one-match test uh, series. So, um, But um, great positivity coming out of that, you know, test match for Zimbabwe both in bowling and both in betting, you know, there's a bit of confidence going into the next matches that we're going into that we can actually turn around um, games and actually come back and fight. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that, that really carried through to the one day series because in the first game, it, it was completely one-sided. Zimbabwe skittled for 121. And my worry was, are they going to turn up to this series? But they really did in the second and third one days, even though Bangladesh got the clean sweep, putting on 240 uh, runs saying Bangladesh 240 runs was a good chase in the second ODI because I think the the average uh, for a team batting first is around 230. But then coming back in the third ODI and, and, and putting 298 on setting Bangladesh a really stiff target, you know, it wasn't a walk in the park for Bangladesh. And I think that was, for me, the, the best thing that could have come from it, really. You know, yeah, there are 10 points per match for the World Cup Super League qualification. But the fact that, you know, Bangladesh were continually pushed, you know, we saw a century from Tommy Mikbal. We saw an incredible 96 not out from Shakib Al Hassan. Those are all really, really amazing positives. Um, and it it was competitive and it was good to see Bangladesh and Zimbabwe playing like actually a very high standard of cricket. Um, I was fascinated by Harari Sports Club and the conditions because it felt like on the same pitch and the same ground, at sometimes the conditions were like sort of September in England. And other times it was a bit like kind of day three in Bangladesh. It was, you know, it, it really varied, varied um, like like pitch conditions. And it was, it was fascinating to see that because I've never seen that before. Yeah, there was quite a variety of uh, pitch conditions that were laid out. Um, quite testing for both uh, teams, I, I should say. Uh, but, um, you know, Zimbabwe had so many chances to really carry out, you know, when we bowled very well at the start of the innings. But then, you know, we just couldn't carry it over. So there were some key learnings, I'm sure, that uh, the team would have picked out from the series. Uh, certainly couldn't pick out a win in the ODIs, but, you know, would get close, but still be far away. Just couldn't turn around. Great starts in the bowling from the bowlers. Um, we just couldn't get tight enough. There were criticisms that we didn't have good spin bowlers, which, you know, in some matches, you know, Bangladesh really depended on the bowling, on the spin yeah, bowling, and it really carried them towards the victories. So great competition, I, I should say, great competition. It was encouraging to see Zimbabwe fighting it through. Um, however, discouraging that, you know, we just couldn't turn around the results to actually win with some of the matches. Yeah, and I guess I guess I imagine you would say that was true for the t- 2020 because I think, if I'm honest, Zimbabwe look a decent 2020 outfit. We I think Bangladesh batted first in the first one-day international. Great to see Mohamed Naeem, a youngster, come through, look really good at the top of the order. You know, we're missing some of our key players here as well. You know, Tamim wasn't playing, Mushfik wasn't playing. Um, but we had we had in the first match Mohamed Naeem saw scoring a brilliant half century. Shaw Sharka looked great in the third one day international. Shamim Hussain, who's come through the ranks, he you know looked 
like he looked really comfortable scoring quickly. So there's a lot for Bangladesh, a lot of positive. There's these like new young players coming up through the under 19, uh, the under 19 team, the high performance squad. Um, and, and I think it's really, for me, now really exciting because I don't think Bangladesh know their best 11 for the World 2020 yet. And we've got five matches against Australia coming up. And for me, that's going to be the time to experiment because one of the positives of the Bangladesh team at the moment is we do have this combination of experienced players and young up-and-coming players. And the fact that they're now able to gel, because for me, what would have been a slightly more disappointing series is if every match had relied on your Tamims and your Shakibs to carry you through, which okay yeah. did happen. Those guys did perform in the, you know, in places during the tour. But the fact that we could rely on Shamim Hussain, the fact we could rely on Shomar Shaka, on Mohammed Naeem, for me, it was just like really encouraging. I was like, wow, this Bangladesh team are really going to set themselves up for the future. For Zimbabwe, though, I, I really credible performances. I mean, to set 193 is incredible. It, it, it was an incredible showing in the third uh, game when we were really trying to win the series, trying to go for it. Um, one of the great uh, plaudits that came out was uh, uh, Sikander Raza's captaincy in the in the T20 series. I say we love him. him. We love him in Bangladesh because he's played in the BPL. <laughs> Honestly, he is an honorary yeah. Bangladeshi. People like wow. love him in Bangladesh because he's done the BPL a few times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, and they, they, yes, they absolutely yes. adore him in Bangladesh. Yeah, and he really came out, you know, tried to get the boys play. So there was the debate over experience, as you just mentioned previously, how it helped um, the experience versus the um, youngsters coming through, how it helped out Bangladesh. In Zimbabwe, we, we got into a situation where injuries and, you know, rests um, ended up forcing us to really play the youngsters. So Sikander Raza really thrived you know, having the youngsters where he was just telling them, you know, go for it, play your best cricket. We saw Wesley Madivere coming out, you know, he's, he's highly rated already, but, you know, he really came to the fore, um, was leading from the front, trying to get us the runs on the board. Uh, we, we got young Dion Myers as well, who also came through under 19s as well. Coming yeah, through. it's really impressive. Yeah, so we, we've, we've got a bit of youngsters. We just, I guess, you know, how Mamdullah was turning around a lot of the matches for Bangladesh. We need a bit of that experience in the side. Unfortunately, Williams wasn't there. Unfortunately, Craig Evan wasn't there. And Taylor wasn't there in the T20s as well. But, um, you know, once we get that balance right, so it's a pretty exciting team that we're building right here. And I think they'll do well under Sikandar Raza's captaincy. I mean, he's played a lot of 2020 cricket and... I think his experience now, like especially in franchise cricket, is going to bode him well leading that Zimbabwe team. I'm not worried for Zimbabwe particularly. I, I, I genuinely like was impressed by their performance in all three formats. If I'm honest, you know, it, it, and it was despite despite my cynicism because I, you know, we both had throughout through our cricketing lives that kind of oh, Bangladesh having to do Zimbabwe again because no one else will tour Bangladesh or Zimbabwe. But yeah. the fact that they were playing good cricket, it wasn't one-sided. It wasn't like Bangladesh were, were going over and Zimbabwe were wiped aside. It was good cricket. It was good, you know, it was a good advert for cricket. Um, talking about being a good advert for cricket, my God, I don't think I've ever seen a series of cricket with that many adverts. It was like in between overs, in between matches, suddenly it was like, have some biscuits. They're buttery and crunchy. And then at one point, the, uh, the commentators are holding up bottles of hand wash in the commentary box. And then there's a packet of biscuits on the table. I've, I mean, I know cricket relies on sponsorship, but I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in my life. I, I would have to agree. I have not seen any series with that much breaks in terms of uh, the adverts. Um, I was actually going to mention when you said it was a great advert for cricket. I was going to say in between the great <laughs> advert for cricket, there were so many adverts. 
I, I don't know how many times we heard from the police commissioner. Um, we couldn't understand what he was saying um, because he was speak, like, speaking in, in one Bangladesh. of the languages. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Of course, but I forgot you would have had to, you've seen those as well. And then there was a yeah, hand wash adverts and it was like the top brand of tea. Like I'm all down for things being sponsored. You know, if there's like a, a drinks break sponsored by a fizzy drink company or, yeah. you, know, a, 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 you know, a power play sponsored by so-and-so. But it was like, you know, and obviously when you watch like as much of it as I did, you know, and they're like, why not try these lovely biscuits? They're crispy and buttery. And I'm like, what's going on? What is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, whoever pays has their terms and conditions for supporting the yeah, ticket. So I've, I've just never seen that before. It was, it, was fascinating. it was incredibly, you know, hard sell in your face. They it was really heavy handed, wasn't it? It was a heavy handed yeah, sell. And I really appreciate it. Maximize, maximize on this visibility that they were getting out of this match. So it was. Quite a, quite, quite, quite a series. It was almost a real winner out of the cricket, let's be honest. Not Bangladesh or Zimbabwe, but it was the adverts with a real winner there. <laughs> they were, they were, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, overall, I'd say, you know, um, happy days. Everyone was satisfied, as you said. It wasn't an embarrassment. Um, of course, we would have loved to win more, but we were competitive, which is incredible. Um, oh, which is good. Remember before the series when I was saying, you know, we always feel like Zimbabwe is close but um, quite far away at the same time. But this time, you know, we really put in, try to fight, try to win some games. We just couldn't turn it over. Uh, but, I mean, some great lessons came out of this series. So looking forward to, to the next ones where we tour Ireland and Scotland. So Yeah, it, it, it was like, it was really, really good. It was a really great advert for cricket. It was like, like, you know, it was entertaining. And Zimbabwe, like, I feel gutted that they're not going to be in the World T20. You know, they, 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 you know, Bangladesh, Scotland, Papua New Guinea, Oman, Sri Lanka, Ireland, Netherlands, Namibia, they are the qualifying rounds. Zimbabwe are not am amongst them. I'm going to miss them. They'll be missed because they're a quality side. And I feel sorry for, you know, the likes of Sikandar Raza because they put on a good show and a good display. Yeah, there's a great debate to be had. You know, uh, the players are suffering for, for admin issues. They, the players did nothing wrong virtually. But, you know, it's the admin, ICC versus the country. So sadly, we're not going to be there, but, you know, quite a miss to have, you know, not to have Zimbabwe at the, at the, at the T20. We've always come up with great performances. You know, I think when we beat, was it Australia uh, at the last, at the last uh, T20 World Cup where Brent Taylor was in sparkling form? You know, now we have the likes of Mzarabani coming through, the likes of Sikander Raza, Wesley Majeveri. As a generation of players who you want to see performing on the world stage, isn't it? Exactly. Is. And I they, hope that they, they get the opportunity because, yeah, I mean, hopefully with World T20s happening slightly more regularly, I, you know, I really want to see Zimbabwe up there with in the next one because they, they deserve to be there because they play quality cricket, you know, and and in the interim, for me, I hope that they still get enough cricket to play because what can happen when you fall out off the radar is you can end up sort of grappling to get things booked in. So I'm glad Bangladesh have gone to Zimbabwe and I hope more countries still remember that Zimbabwe are there to be toured. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very grateful for, well, I mean, we shouldn't have to be, but grateful to, to Bangladeshi to, for coming through, have giving us some, some games, um, setting us up for the next uh, series that are going to be playing. But um, yeah, all around, it's, it's positive. I, I, I feel it's positive. Sad not to be at the World Cup, but largely positive in terms of uh, what the cricket is doing, how the youngsters are being integrated into the first team and then, you know, going forward. It's pretty positive right now. Absolutely. And Lizway, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast again. Till the next time, Bangladesh Tour. Hopefully it won't be eight years. 
again but thank you so much for coming on previewing the series on the last podcast reviewing on this one uh, really good to have you on thank you so much Rishan, for the opportunity to engage and looking forward to the next time bangladesh plays zimbabwe and thank you for listening to the bangladesh cricket podcast we'll see you for the next one very soon